Okay, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Free Association. Um, I found a video on Odyssey called the Omicron Deception, so I'm calling this particular episode the Omicron Deception. Um, I've just done a, a live stream on Odyssey because so I'm playing with uh, getting a system together to be able to do live streams there. And it makes sense to to do a bit of practice. So 10 minutes of talking about marketing, marketing viruses and Omicron is the perfect example of that. So it's a, it's a virus called the B11529, I think it is, something like that. But that's not sexy, is it? That's not, not really something you can put on a t-shirt, but um, Omicron is. Omicron's a marketing campaign. Omicron's branding. And it's very obviously branding. And it's... Uh, Alright, it's, it's a Greek alpha, alphabet system of branding. So it's kind of scientific because it's Greek. But more to do with... Um, making the virus memorable because b11529 isn't particularly memorable but omicron is so anyway i found i found this video of rand pro ron paul rather the liberty Re report and it's about 20 minutes so i'm i'm just going to play it I've, I've listened to the first five minutes and he's kind of seeing the same thing that i'm seeing but in his own way so he, he ron paul same one 
Who and Fauci and the rest of them, you know, are fear mongering because they can't let this go. And it's utterly amazing that they can get away with this. And uh, they just, uh, you, you know, buckle down and stick to, stick to their position. And they keep putting out the same thing, no matter how favorable the news is. Matter of fact, as we talk a little bit today, uh, Daniel, I, I, I think we can make a point that uh, all this stuff about a new virus coming out might give us some good news rather than bad news, uh, news because some people are saying, oh, it's much, much worse. It's going to be the worst part of the virus ever. And, and they're starting to lock down and cancel travel, the whole work. So th this is a shame. So let's hope we can contribute to a little bit of balance uh, with this issue. Well, you know, just over Thanksgiving weekend, you know, just as people were settling down and settling into uh, digesting their turkey, of course, there was this massive uh, explosion across the world. The Omicron variant has emerged. And of course, it sounds like a villain out of maybe a James Bond movie or something. Uh, so much, many people have noted that the anagram uh, for Omicron is moronic. Uh, and that's probably more apt. But it, as you're, you're right, Dr. Paul, it caused an enormous scare. The market crashed, uh, and the usual suspects uh, started screaming for lockdowns. The UK blocked anyone from Africa from coming to the UK. Israel, which has been absolutely insane this whole time, blocked everyone from coming to the country. Nobody can come, even though they're, you know, 150% vaccinated with four or five boosters whatever they have no it's not good enough it's not good enough so there was a massive massive scare and as you say africa which has not experienced covid deaths like the rest of the world despite being only six percent vaccinated found itself the pariah of the universe because they discovered it in south africa interestingly enough the first two patients were both fully vaccinated who had this so-called variant, um, but the um, the head of a, of a uh, world uh, 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 organization for, for doctors said that we need to have worldwide lockdowns, uh, on and on and on. But here's something interesting, and I'll just leave it at this, Dr. Paul, as an opener, is Angelique Coetzee, uh, she's the chairwoman of the South African Medical Association, right? She's a medical doctor, chairperson of their association she said hang on a minute uh we discovered i oh well odyssey's locked up a little bit could be my wi-fi could very easily be my wife but uh if we can get it back No, it doesn't look like it. It's not going to happen. So, yeah, I did a... Let me see if I can find mine. I did a video. Now, a few minutes ago. Which is basically the same thing. I haven't watched this uh, uh, Paul video yet. So, let me uh, play this instead. So this was my thoughts about 10 minutes ago.
to Thursday afternoon um, thoughts about the world kind of short it's only going to be a few minutes I'm not going to spend an hour talking maybe 10-15 minutes at most uh, I want to try and do these updates fairly regularly every couple of days and get some momentum going on Odyssey and uh, kind of gradually move people over from YouTube to Odyssey uh, if you will I'm, I'm going to keep streaming on YouTube, but I'd like people to be uh, be following me on Odyssey and following me on Podbean as well, if possible, because it gives me more options of what I can talk about and what I, what I don't need to stay away from. Uh, not that I'm saying anything controversial today, but now and again, there might be something controversial that I want to talk about that I'm not allowed to talk about on YouTube. And uh, if that's the case, then ideally, I'd like people to either follow the, follow the podcast on Spotify or on Player FM or on wherever you find your your podcasts. And if you look up Free Association Roundtable Podcast and Radio Show, you should find me. Uh, I'm going to also set this up so that I can broadcast to Mixcloud as well, I think. So if, if you want to follow me on Mixcloud, you can do that. I'm not active there as yet. I've, I've done a couple of trial runs, but uh, I'm going to start using Mixcloud as well. So it'll be Odyssey, Podbean, and Mixcloud, and then the radio shows on Rev Radio. That should be enough places for people to find me. If, they, if people want to, then they can. Anyway, to the, to the point of today, uh, today is about how to market a virus. If you were somebody who was a James Bond villain sitting in a, a, for, a, a fortified um, hideaway somewhere halfway up a mountain or under the sea somewhere, if you were that person and you were wanting to release a virus on the world as part of a James Bond plot, for example, as part of a movie plot, how would you do it? You would uh, you would incite some kind of um, racial hatred or some kind of um, xenophobia by releasing it in a place that you know people are going to be xenophobic about. So maybe China, for example. If you wanted to create division between China and the United States, that would be a thing that you would do. It also deflects from who you are and what you're doing. If you're based in the United States, it gives, gives people an enemy, which is always a good thing. If you want to, if you want to generate a, a dystopian future, then uh, having people shout at an enemy is always a good thing, I would, think, I would imagine. That's part of a movie plot. Yeah, so then maybe you would allocate a name to the virus that sounds quite frightening. So maybe maybe Delta, maybe Alpha, maybe Omega, maybe Omicron, maybe Theta, all of these things sound quite frightening. Uh, 
And if people are not familiar with the Greek alphabet, they're going to make associations based on, on what's been said in the news. So you can use the news and television to associate whatever you like to the brand, which, which then becomes kind of the Omicron brand. I'm surprised people aren't marketing uh, trainers as the Omicron brand by now. We've had three weeks of this, two, two weeks of Omicron. And uh, it's, now, it's now a visible keyword, which means people are searching for it, which means that you can advertise using that keyword. So potentially there's a market for, for something branded Omicron there. Because you can, you can fire. I could personally, if I was the one man that was doing it, if I was a James Bond villain, I would potentially be advertising uh, an Omicron brand of um, multivitamins or an Omicron brand of shoes or an Omicron brand of clothing, an Omicron brand of uh, bedding, these types of things, and maybe, maybe survival foods, maybe long-life foods, the Omicron brand of long-life foods. Because now that there's all this activity around the keyword Omicron, there's a market that can be tapped into there. Just a thought. Anyway, that's that's my six minutes. <laughs> Not that I'm keeping the six minutes, but that's it. So thanks for listening. And if you if you do want more of these things, let me know in the comments. And I'll make them fairly regular if, if people are interested. Uh, please follow me on uh, Mixcloud or Odyssey or Podbean. Or follow the podcast on Spotify. Uh, I appreciate everybody being there. I know I'm kind of revitalizing an old channel, but I'm going to do my best to make it relevant to what people are doing and how people are thinking. And uh, we'll see where we go. We've got, we've got an audience anyway, so that's a start. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you later. All right, so... That was that was my Thursday afternoon live stream. It wasn't very long, but it's uh, doing all right. Welcome to the room, Nana Akosu. Did I get that right? Uh, good to have you here. Hope you're doing well. Um, if you want to call in, you, you're welcome to call in. It's not really a call-in show, but... Uh, I've got no problem really with, with talking to people. We might as well keep making it open. And if anybody wants to call in, they can. Uh, I'll find some more, more Omicron material. And we'll do... Actually, I'll see if I can find Brandon Paul again. Variant has a murder. 
course, a villain out of maybe a James Bond movie or something. Uh, so many people have noted that the anagram uh, for Omicron is moronic, uh, and that's probably more apt. But it, as you're, you're right, Dr. Paul, it caused an enormous scare. The market crashed, uh, and the usual suspects uh, started screaming for lockdowns. The UK blocked anyone from Africa from coming to the UK. Israel, which has been absolutely insane this whole time, blocked everyone from coming to the country. Nobody can come, even though they're you know 150% vaccinated with four or five boosters, whatever they have. No, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. So there was a massive, massive scare. And as you say, Africa, which has not experienced COVID deaths like the rest of the world, despite being only 6% vaccinated, found itself the pariah of the universe because they discovered it in South Africa. Interestingly enough, the first two patients were both fully vaccinated who had this so-called variant. Um, but the... Um, the head of a, of a uh, world uh, 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 organization for, for doctors said that we need to have worldwide lockdowns uh, on and on and on. But here's something interesting, and I'll just leave it at this, Dr. Paul, as an opener, is Angelique Coetzee. Uh, she's the chairwoman of the South African Medical Association, right? She's a medical doctor, chairperson of their association. She said, hang on a minute. Uh, we discovered it, I discovered it, I reported it, but she said the new Omicron variant results in mild disease without prominent symptoms. Here's what she said. It presents mild disease with symptoms being sore muscles and tiredness for a day or two, not feeling well. That's basically all they've had. They haven't admitted anyone into the hospital. She said it could change, but what we're looking at right now is not such a big deal. Why is everyone freaking out over it? Well, I think we know the answer to that question, Dr. Paul, having done almost exclusively COVID over the past year and a half or so. People are freaking out because the people in power want them to freak out. Right. You know, uh, it wasn't long after the story broke that uh, Fauci had to give his statement. I mean, it's almost like if he doesn't have an excuse, they create an excuse for him to get on the major shows. And uh, in the meantime, he sort of likes to poke fun at one of my relatives that uh, he, he has a chance. He has that form, but he's made a lot of use of it. But I don't think he's gaining in, in stature. Uh, and he he's there. It looks to me like he's just stirring the pot stirring the pot don't let it settle down and he his statement included the, the adamant point that it will come here he was just very certain it will come here but get prepared you know get prepared this this is coming this is serious but fear not he already has a plan he has a plan we're taking care of a pandemic that has spread to Africa, which may not even be an, has occurred, and yet uh, he has a plan. And the you know the fawning over this by the media really is pretty nauseating. How how the propagandists uh, promote all this stuff, but I don't think there's been another time in medical history where people have panicked. There's, there's been a lot of panics over the history, but I don't think it's ever been so worldwide and so many people involved, so many governments and so many medical organizations. So it's a delight when you come across one in, individual that's sort of part of the establishment and say, hey, maybe we ought to go, 
maybe we ought to go a little a little bit slower. And, uh, you know, there was one doctor that sort of goes back and forth in the middle of this thing on Fox. And, and I thought he had a pretty decent statement on there because he looked at this and he said, you know what, we better not just get too panicky about this because uh, there's, there's a possibility that this may be a very good sign that when a vaccine is losing its intensity and its ability to spread, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ones, but it's also a sign that they're weaker and they spread less so. And he, he was saying, he wasn't saying he knew the answer, but he was suggesting this. And now some of our friends would be saying that and we would understand that and they've known what to expect. But he, uh, he, he, met, he said it, it was coming from a source where a lot of people might say, hey, maybe this isn't the end of the world. And I think the day that I'm looking forward to is when the so-called establishment medical community wakes up and says, you know, maybe we overreacted. Maybe, maybe we just, you know, shouldn't have panicked like we have. But the sad part is in the past, when, when medical professionals and, uh, and, and the doctors overreact, uh, they sort of try to ignore it and go away because they don't want to have it called to their attention. So they're not likely to do that. But right now, the people are leading the charge. That's what I like. You know, it's not, unfortunately, it's not the physicians say, you know, we can we can start backing off on that. But just think of the people now that say, you know, we don't need this. And they're going out. And in truth, there aren't more people dying or more people get infected unless they go and start searching for one and turn a whole continent into panic and that's why they have to have a place to sell those uh, sell those vaccines and the vaccines came before <laughs> before the virus did but anyway it's a real mess uh but uh, i think we can look at it daniel say more people are waking up and uh, that's our job is try to get as much good information out as we can possibly get out and it is like you say, Dr. Paul, I mean, I'm not a virologist, but everything that I've read says that the more mutations uh, a virus undergoes, the weaker it is. It may be more virulent uh, as it becomes, do it'll become dominant. It's actually weaker and causes less uh, serious illness and death, which should be good news, but nobody wants good news. We've talked about this over and over for the past year and a half. They don't want anyone to let their guard down because that means it might slow the uptake in the shots or what have you. But here's an interesting point that um, Jordan Stachtel pointed out, and he does a, uh, it's called the Dossier, uh, it's a substack, and he's a very, very good journalist. He pointed out that the hype for the, for the Omicron variant uh, came out of the UK, number one, but not just out of the UK, but it came out of Imperial College and if we remember Imperial College, that's Niall Ferguson. That's the guy who initially hyped the COVID-19 sickness way, way back in the beginning as millions and millions will die. He's the father of lockdowns. Uh, his idea is if you don't lock everyone down, millions of, his modeling was so inaccurate, so incorrect. And in fact, he didn't even follow his own rules because he snuck out to be with his mistress. Uh, but this is the college, this is the modeling group that was so wrong. They're the ones hyping this uh, this uh, variant. They're the ones that are pushing the fear machine. And they're the ones, of course, who should be completely discredited. But uh, they never look They never look back. 
But I wanted to comment on something you mentioned, Dr. Paul, which is the uh, Fauci interview, because it really is it really is worth uh, talking about a little bit. Now, Margaret Brennan on Face the Nation really doesn't deserve to be called a journalist, because if anyone watched the fawning interview that she did with Fauci, oh, Dr. Fauci, please tell us how hard is it to be so wonderful as you are? I mean, it was so disgusting. It was so saccharine. Uh, that, you know, you felt like you could get diabetes from watching it. But here's the part that everyone was talking about. She said, oh, Dr. Fauci, isn't it so hard on you that you get so get criticized? And here's what Fauci says. Anybody who spins lies and threatens and all that theater that goes on with some of the investigations in the congressional committees and Rand Paul and all the other, all the other nonsense, that's just noise, uh, he said. And then he said something that is, truly bizarre and should disqualify him for any further appearance in public life. He said, they're really criticizing the science because I represent science. That's dangerous. This guy, Dr. Paul, I think is certifiable. Oh, probably true. Uh -huh. You know, the, uh, the, the whole thing on this, uh, there are many now saying this uh, variant it is very, very weak. But there's a, a new twist on this. Uh, there's been a little bit of this, but Africa's involved, and uh, all of a sudden, there's been no vaccines there. So for some people, this is an opportunity to boost racism. You know, this is a, they say there's not enough equity. Uh, the vaccines haven't been there. They have been withheld. And sometimes the propaganda was biased and, and got people in Africa to be a little bit leery, you know, of taking it. But this now has been shifted. Not too long ago, it wasn't on a, as precisely the same issue. But I said, everything is racist. And I think most people know what I'm talking about there. No matter what kind of social problem going on now, it's never good, bad and evil. It's racism that uh, has caused all our problems. And now they're doing that with with this. It, wouldn't it be ironic when the dust settled that this so-called racism and some of these natural things and what has happened might have been beneficial, you know, to the people in, in Africa. The people would call that being, being cynical. But there's a lot of people in this country right now that are sick and tired of being propagandized and told that they can't do this and, and that you can't even talk about natural immunity. That's one of the most outrageous things of this whole thing that you, you can have a different opinion, but if you give it and you say it in public, you can be fired if you're a doctor even though you're one of the best doctors in the world and doing a tremendous job and coming out across with more common sense than ever. And yet uh, uh, they, they want to be punished for this. And that uh, when, when the pandemic's over, we know that will be canceled. We'll have to change that. But we're seeing signs that more and more people now have heard. They hit, the people who are discovering natural immunity, some of them didn't realize Oh, is that something new? That sounds pretty interesting. It's been around for a long time, probably hundreds of years. They understood the principle of natural immunity. Well, that's uh, interesting that you mentioned that, because going back to the Senator Paul's response to Fauci saying, I represent science. If you criticize me, you criticize science. Yeah. Here's, what's, here's what Senator Paul said in response to that kooky, kooky statement by Fauci. 
the absolute hubris of someone claiming they represent science. It's astounding and alarming that a public health bureaucrat would even think to claim such a thing, especially one who has worked so hard to ignore the science of natural immunity. As you just said, he is the science denier, according to uh, not only uh, Dr. Paul, the senator, but thousands and thousands of, <laughs> of other doctors and hundreds and hundreds of years of history of understanding uh, immunity. So uh, he's the one that's out, uh, that's distorting science, and he's the one who's uh, misinforming people, according to the senator. All right, that's that's probably enough of of Ron, of Ron Paul. Uh, you get the idea. It's a it's a libertarian perspective he's taken, which is pretty close to where I am. Although I'm not, I'm more of a centrist when it comes to social issues, but I am a libertarian. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but everybody's got a right to their own opinion ultimately. So. Um, Wherever you are on the on the political spectrum and on the philosophical spectrum, you've got a perfect right to be there. And uh, yeah, wherever you are is wherever you are. I don't mind what anybody does as long as they don't interfere with what I'm doing. Uh, so that's pretty much it. Um, I'm going to do these fairly regularly again. I've had it. I did, I did have a gap for a couple of weeks while I've been messing about with Odyssey. But uh, now I've got my system sorted out, I can come back and do some more Podbean pod stuff. But thanks for listening, and I'll, I'll speak to you again tomorrow probably.